Good morning, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to episode two of Musicology. We now have a name. And I am here with the returning Chill. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. I get a I get a quite the um I get quite the introduction. Yeah, we're you know I, I kept the, the the banner going. I, I made slight changes. Yeah, well yeah, yeah, yeah. But um it's basically the same entity. Yeah. So, um... We just don't talk about video games. <laughs> right, exactly. So, uh, for those of you who who don't know or didn't listen in that era, um, Mike, your wonderful host here, and uh, myself go as far back as the inception of Geek Tavern Radio, um, which was a, originally a video games podcast yeah. that we did weekly together, um, and we had such a great time um talking about it but then like life grabs a hold of you right yeah like i have um a different job than i had then and i got married yep. and <laughs> i um have a child now and like for those of you out out there who have toddlers right you understand that like at a moment's notice, your entire day can change yeah. because your toddler is absolutely wild. So it's just, it's a lot harder for me to find the availability and the time to jump into a podcast with Mike, Yeah. but um, I'm super excited to be here tonight. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll get you on when we can and, you know. Yeah. I Because this is just going to be kind of a revolving door, I think. Yeah, you know, when people want to have a discussion about music, do a top ten, top five. Right. We haven't done a top ten, so I don't know why I keep saying it. I really want to do a top ten, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> top ten, right? But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're we're here. We got another top five for you. Um, and, and the reason we're doing this top five is specifically because you're on the podcast. Right, right. It's a themed episode because, like, you know this. I would say this is the music we enjoy together. Yeah, probably. You know? I would say we it, have it a, branches into a little bit of both of, um, you know, you're definitely like the metal guy. Yeah. Um, but, like, then, uh, so, you know, for, for you guys, we're doing um, the top five of our favorite pop punk bands. Um, for me, like, I love punk rock, right? And it yeah. has been um, a part of um, my, my musical uh, journey for the entirety of my life. So, um, because we grew up in that era together, and Mike and I are like three months apart birthday-wise, yeah. a lot of the pop-punk music that we listened to in the early 2000s, late 2000s, um, was, you know, a lot of crossover for both of us, to be yeah. honest. Like, I'm sure that... I think you went way deeper than I did. Maybe. I don't know, but I would feel like... I mean, the, we'll see you here. <laughs> yeah, right. We, um... We, uh, the only reason I ever listened to this genre of music was because of you. Oh, okay. Like, um, I, I think I knew the, that. Yeah, well, I think the first time um, I ever listened to Blink 182, um, we were at your house okay. uh, for like a weekend event that we did, you know, every once in a while. Cousins yeah. growing up together. Right, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think we did, uh, you had showed me. Um, Take off your pants and jacket, 
Great. And <laughs> probably the first song I ever heard was the uh, the holiday song. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was my that was my favorite thing to do. Was uh, hey, this song is vulgar. Listen to this. <laughs> uh, it's Labor Day, and my grandpa just ate seven hot dogs. Yeah. Cursing okay? Am I allowed to I swear? Yeah, no, I don't fucking Okay, alright. I don't fucking care. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, you know, this this journey that I've gone on with punk rock is, you know, pretty much entirely because of you. Okay. Even with music in general. Well, right? everybody... There, there was that running joke with our circle of friends that I was the... Um, the what do you call it? The genesis or the... I am the core of uh, the right. music. Uh, you held the musical genres together. Yeah, like you. If the if you didn't exist, then music wouldn't branch off into different genres. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, because I could hang out. I don't know who listens to pop specifically, but like I could hang out with somebody and listen to pop because yeah. I I just like everything. Yeah, I think um, pop just plays on the radio, and yeah, you know, doctors' offices play the radio. Right. <laughs> Sunny 106, as you uh, mentioned the other, you the other night. Right? <laughs> oh, po- t- we have a radio station in our area that um, I feel like just got trapped in the 2000s, like the early 2000s. And that's literally all they play. Yeah, that's it. We they, didn't really continue on, on this conversation, but that's literally all they play. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of Kelly Clarkson. Um, what the hell else? They, they like- uh, Jason Mraz is on oh, there a lot of the yes. time. Um, <laughs> I, I can't even think of uh, who. Hoobastank. <laughs> I I used to hate that. Uh, uh, the reason. Yeah. I I, I have a, an appreciation for that song now. <laughs> I, I. It's still a bad song. I hate lyri- it so much. <laughs> lyrically, I I like it lyrically. Um, I can get into that off podcast. <laughs> right, right. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we're here to <laughs> talk about pop punk. Um. Did, did you, like, write down any honorable mentions or anything? Um, so, my my piece of paper has uh, se- seven. Okay. Seven bands on it. So, I guess, um, and I didn't number any of them. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Yeah. I know which one is number one. Okay. Um, so, if I had to uh choose a, a definitely like an honorable mention for me it's one that i actually wasn't into as much when i was younger mm-hmm. but like now that i go back I, I i see their hits yeah um and i i'm like yeah those were all like i had those songs on my mp3 player or my burnt cd's i had right? a, i had a memory on facebook <laughs> a couple weeks ago and it was like well, I just hit 3,000 songs on my iPod. <laughs> but yeah, I, I had a couple of their songs on um, my uh, my MP3 player, and uh, that band was Newfound Glory. Okay, yeah. Yeah, right. So they got I, hits. I, I, they do. I don't listen to them um, much. They, they don't have... Um, so I went back and listened to some of their older stuff, because I recently rediscovered them, and I was like, I can't believe I didn't listen to these guys more when I was younger. I think they just came back, too. Yeah, they had, a, they had a really great album uh, come out, I think, in like 2016 or 2017. I think it was called Selfless. Yeah, that sounds... Um, and that album was really great, and was in my rotation um, for, you know, probably a whole year. Mm-hmm. Um... But, like, 
to me, that gets an honorable mention because um, I just I had never really um, heavily engaged with those guys. Yeah. And um, when that album came out and I, I checked it out, I really did. Uh, I really, really did enjoy it. They just had an album this year. Huh. Oh, it was Resurrection. Resurrection. That's the album. Okay. Um, Mike pulled it up here for us. Yeah. Um, 2014 is when it came out. But that album is so good. There's a song on it called Selfless. That's what I'm remembering. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, that album is, um, I don't know. Opening track. Yeah. I don't know if it's, um, I I don't know if it's their best work, but, like, as I said, I, I listen to some of their older stuff, and, like, to me, this album is just a lot tighter. They've... Uh, grown as a band, I think they've matured into their voice and who they are in adulthood, which, you know, whatever. Like, we can say pop punk is a genre of, like, toilet humor and yeah. uh, rambunctious teenagers <laughs> and, you know, doing their own thing. I think that's only because we everybody that liked it was young at the time. Right, yeah. right. And, like, it, I don't even know if it exists anymore as a genre. Not really, because mm-hmm. everybody's changed so much, which I'll get into with one of my... One of my yeah, I have picks one that's, later. I have a I have a pick on here that has like pop punk roots. Yeah, that like, um, you can tell that their original sound. Um, I'll get into it later, but yeah, like you can tell that they they've morphed. So, do you have any honorable? Be- mentions? Yeah, before you get your 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 last honorable mention, I actually have. I actually have two. the The seventh was a note that that was um from work. Okay. <laughs> um. So I actually I, I wrote down four it, it just because I randomly they popped in my head like I feel like I have to mention them and I, I didn't really know they were considered pop punk but they come up when you search pop punk so mm-hmm. I don't know like Green Day hmm. I, yeah they, I can get yeah. yeah so I would say for them um old Green Day mm-hmm. 80s Green Day early 90s Green Day. Um, it's probably more punk rooted. Yeah, right? yeah. Leaning into pop punk, but as they came back, I, a thousand percent, I would I, call them that. I, the reason I bring them up in my honorable mentions is, is because the first CD, I said this on the last podcast, the first CD I ever bought with my own money was American Idiot. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I guess that one could be kind of pop punky. That, I would absolutely call that album pop punk. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, that's where I really listen to them. So that that's why I, I mentioned them. The next two are Together. You only got one more, right? No, I don't have any more. You don't have any more? No, but I thought of one while we were sitting here that okay. is an honorable. Well, let me, let me... I'll get down to one, and then you can go again. Yep. Um, so these, these two are, are kind of intertwined because members are in both. Um, Goldfinger. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, ninety nine red balloons. That, that's a great cover. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and uh, yeah, so it it um, their bass player is in MXPX. Okay. Who I found from the most recent Tony Hawk game. Mm-hmm. They have a song on there called "Let's Ride." Yeah. And uh, th- they just. I've, I've listened to other songs from that song, and it's just great. Yeah. You need to probably listen to them. Um, so go ahead with your... Or no, you're done. You're done. No, I got one. I, I thought oh, of one you while we were sitting one. here. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I just didn't... It didn't make my list. 
Um, so, uh, Reliant K. Yeah. Reliant I remember, K. I remember you and Aaron. Uh, yeah. Real great band that, um, you know, flies under the radar a little bit. Yeah. Um, Sadie Hawkins Dance was so good. <laughs> it was such a jam. <laughs> there was only one song. They had, like, one real popular song. I don't remember what it was uh, called. They had that one, and then they had Be My Escape was also really popular. Mm. Yeah, um, but neither, those, neither of those are ringing a bell. But fair myself, enough. But. You you would know them. I'll, I'll play them for you after the podcast, yeah. and you you'll know one of the two of them. But um, yeah, Reliant K uh, had a really great album with that. I forget the name of it now. The one that um, um, Be My Escape is on. Okay. Um, but yeah, that that was a really really good album that I listened to a lot when I was younger. Um, this next one had to be honorable mention. Because I, I didn't feel right putting them on my on the actual top Your five. Top five, right? Because they only existed for one album. And you can probably guess what it is. Maybe um, not. Maybe not. Plus forty four. Oh, I didn't even think about them. Yeah. Right? Like I didn't even that think about That album just I still pop it on. It's so good. Oh my god. It's such a good album. Yeah. Like it is um so so if we're we're talking about twenty twenty blink one eighty two. I would argue that plus forty four is like the beginning of what, yeah, like what eighty two would become. Yeah, there's like, re- go we, ahead. we can get into it later, but well, yeah, there's there's of we will. I'm yeah, sure if, Blink, <laughs> if Blink isn't on our freaking lists for yeah. both of us, like what 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 are we doing here? Yeah, um, yeah, uh, there's rumors that because the last single they put out, it's only Mark singing. Yeah, um. And the video doesn't show anybody other than Mark and Travis. Yeah. So the rumor is that Mark uh, Matt Skiba is out of the band. Okay. Um, so obviously that ramps up the rumors that Tom DeLonge is coming back. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which I don't know if, if that's what we need. <laughs> I I don't I don't even. Care. Not that Matt Skiba was like, I don't know. He was okay. Oh, I thought it was great. I thought the album was really good. I really. Anyway, we'll get into that later. <laughs> Um, so, do you want to start number five, or do you want me to start? Um, go ahead. You go. Okay. That's, uh, yeah, that works. So, I put this one at number five because I don't want to call, I don't want to call them a joke band, because they're not a joke band, because they're great musicians. Mm-hmm. Bowling for Soup. How did they not make my list? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so, um, Bowling for Soup... Oh, Trucker such hat. a That's such a good band, right? <laughs> yeah, like um, the entire album, um, what the Hangover that? You Don't Deserve is okay. what it's called. Yeah, is their their big album that blew up with 1984 and Almost and Trucker Hat and all their huge hits, right? Because they like before, um, before that they had uh, Girl All the Bad Guys Want. Great um, song. They did. So. Um, punk rock 101. Mm. Um, like what a what a great band that was um, playing the music of a genre that they were simultaneously making fun of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they clearly they loved it, right? Because yeah. the best comedy is reflective. They, I mean, they haven't had a, an album since 2016, but like. They put out a song specifically about Alexa Bliss from WWE. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw it. I have. Okay. Um, 
It's, I mean, it's not like the greatest song ever. Right. But it's, it's Alexa Bliss, so I love it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they... I don't know. I, I don't even know that much about any of their albums. I just... Yeah. They're songs that I know. <laughs> so, there are, like, I... For the listeners, if you're going to listen to a Bowling for Soup album, I would a thousand percent start with a hangover you don't deserve. Yeah. Like, every single song on that album is, is worthy of listening to. Like... <laughs> oh my god, Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. Oh. And then to follow it up later in the album with just like like a constant parody of the song. Yeah. Like so they're already like a like a parody pop punk band and then Ohio is such a ridiculous um love story song that uh later in the album they make fun of the song <laughs> that they've already put on the album. <laughs> like it, it was really good. It is was it, such a good... Is that what this reprise is? Yeah, Ohio Reprise, yeah. Uh, later well, in the album. I don't know why it's labeled number 43 on the so track. So there were, um, on the album, uh, there are I, 17 I, tracks. Right. And then after you hit the track number 17, instead of doing like the silent uh, track that would eventually play... A song later, kind of like some of the stuff like AFI did yeah. with um, the Sing the Sorrow album. Um, Bowling for Soup broke it into like, like I don't know, like whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> 43 minus 17. Um, Too hard to math. 26. 26 go. like 10 second silent songs. Wow. Yeah. So um, it would be you know, you'd get to track number 43 and then it would just play the, it would just play the song when it, when it got there. And it was like, oh, I guess who, <laughs> who listens to music to silence and then is like all of a sudden surprised that there's an like a song later. Well, I guess people, you know, people would probably discover that cause they're, <clears throat> they'll play an album and then go to sleep. Yeah. And then they'll randomly probably wake up and be like. Where the hell's this song? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's such a... I would start there. They did a couple... Um, they did a Greatest Hits compilation mm-hmm. um, that isn't listed on their official discography here. Right. But, like, they did a couple... Um, um, I want to say, like, remastered versions of their song. Okay. Um, Punk Rock 101 is on that. Oh. Like, their Greatest Hits thing, and in the middle of it, you can tell it's a different version when you start listening to it. Yeah. But, um, at the end where it does the, uh, like, Tommy and Gina, they're living on a prayer. Yeah, yeah. Where it says, um, did you really just say that? It goes, did you just say that again? (laughs) (laughs) See, that... That's what I love about them, because it's just, they're funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You talk about guys that were just trying to have some fun with the music that they were making. Yeah. Like, not really trying to make it big, not really focused on, on the fame and everything. They just, they loved a genre, and they loved picking on it at the same time of that they loved it. Yeah. You know? One of my favorite songs, and I, I've i never listened to the album, but uh, one of my favorite songs is High School Never Ends. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that album isn't as strong as um, A Hangover You Don't Deserve. Yeah. Like, um, there's a couple good ones on there. Like, Friends Like You is good. Um, 
When We Die is actually a serious song. Oh. Yeah, that one is... Uh, well, it sounds like it would be. Really, yeah, that one's really shocking, um, because it was a it was an adventure away from what they had normally done. Um, I remember when it came out, people were like, Bowling for Soup made a serious song, can you believe it? Right. Um, but, like, there's... that's a It's a good album, it's just not as strong as... Um, it's not as strong as a hangover you don't deserve, yeah. in my opinion. But, like, I'm just a dude, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, those are my opinions. Yeah, Anything I, past there I haven't really listened to. No, me neither. Um, and and maybe it's, you know, time to change that, because I really, I just turn on the hits, you know, the, mm-hmm. or the, the nostalgia hits, as mm-hmm. I'll call them. Um, so, um, moving, yeah, moving forward for, 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 um, for my number five, um, I put a band on here um, called The Story So Far. Okay. Um, and they're my number five because I couldn't name you a single one of their songs. Oh. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> tell you what they're called. Uh, I couldn't name any of their albums. I do think that they have a self-titled. Um, but I listen to this band. Um, they, they pop in, and any time I listen to them, I'm like, man, this is so good. Right, and then I end up the story inside the story so far, so far, yeah. Um, So I I will listen to a whole album and just not get bored of listening to it. Um, And I just think that they are uh, they they're just one of the best bands out there today um, for this kind of genre, right? Much more much more recent. Yeah, they really are right because their album listing the first one's twenty eleven and their most recent's from twenty eighteen. Yeah, but like. They are um, absolutely incredible musicians. Hmm. Um, and every album that they've put out, I have listened to, like, from start to finish, without fail. Hmm. Uh, just because it's it's just an enjoyable ride. Now, I couldn't tell you any of the names of the tracks or whatever, right? right? Because it just kind of all runs together for me. Um, but they... I, I don't know. I just really enjoy listening to them musically. Yeah. Um, because they're so they're so tight together. Um, so that's why they made my number five. And I would um, certainly be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, one of my most recent favorite bands to discover. Um, even if I'm not like as dedicated to knowing all of their tracks. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's really cool because. Mine has nothing like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I. Because I mean, I, there's not a lot of bands in this genre that I really yeah. listen to. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, cool I, man. I, yeah, I have nothing. Uh, nothing to add. You never even heard of these guys. Never even heard of them. <laughs> but I, I will check. You gotta give them a listen. Yeah. So we have a buddy. Um, so for the listeners, and and maybe he's one of them. Who knows? But um. We, we used to joke with him uh, that the singer for this band sounds exactly like him. So oh. anytime one of their tracks would come on, we'd be like, oh, Gavin's band is playing on the stereo. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but we would joke with him that it, like, it was him because his singing voice is almost identical wow. to the guy in this band. And um, that's you know that's part of how the like, does he the like meme. them or oh he loves them oh okay they're okay. one of his favorite bands okay but um, I didn't know if it was like ah shut up you know? yeah no 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 but um, he and this this is a friend of ours that has um, done the music scene for a lot of his life and and been the front man for a couple different bands so um, but anyway um, 
we would always joke that this band sounded just like him singing, but then like they, they make really tight and really good music. Mm. So, um, you know, it stuck, it sticks with me that I can listen to an album from start to finish and just, you know, absolutely love the whole experience. Yeah. I mean that, so, that fact alone. Yeah. Get, you know, yeah. Solidifies it. Yeah. Um, my number four is a band that we'll probably talk about forever. Yep. Some 41. Yep. Okay. No, my <laughs> number four as well. Okay. So Sum 41 for me, uh, I don't think they were the first pop-punk band. Because I'm pretty sure I, I definitely knew Blink-182 before them. Yeah. But, my God. I don't exactly remember the first time that I heard Fat Lip. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure if I went back somehow and watched myself react to it, I would have probably been like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> um. It, it it makes so much sense now why I love this band. Yeah. Because they have metal influences. Right. Specifically, as they say in uh, Fat Lip, um, Maiden and Priest were the gods that we praise. Yep. Um, I'm not the biggest Priest fan, but, I mean, Maiden obviously is, mm-hmm. is fantastic. Um, so that makes sense now why I fell in love with their sound um and they brought guitar solos in a mm-hmm. you know kind of mainstream we'll call it pop punk is it so called? i would argue that um without a band like some 41 i would argue that bands uh that are a little harder like um you know like i'm gonna get in trouble for saying a little harder for some of these <laughs> um like Pierce the Veil and Of Mice and Men yeah. and um, Woe Is Me and um, We Came as Romans. Like, those guys, I feel, would never be, uh, like, post-hardcore is an evolution to me of what pop punk was. Yeah. So those well, I mean, that's bands, what Warped Tour turned into. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So those bands, in my opinion, would never exist if a band like Sum 41, which had some heavier songs... Oh, yeah. ...would have not paved the way for um, popular um, popular mainstream punk music to, um, to include a heavier type of genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so here's here's my question. Yeah. For for you, and probably where we're gonna find our biggest disagreement about some. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite album? Like, what is your, um, what do you think is their best work? I mean, here's the thing. Like, <clears throat> for some reason, I never, I never owned anything past All Killer No Filler. Okay. So I mean, it's just like songs here and there. Mm-hmm. Um. I, this is what the latest album got me back into them mm-hmm. and again like you kind of said with your your last pick I couldn't tell you the the, the names of these songs mm-hmm. other than Alfred Blood is is absolutely fantastic it is good yeah I listened to it um, 45 Matter of Time is also great mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but yeah I mean I've, I've listened to this album a couple times and it it's, it's like Sum 41 is back, you know? Yeah. Like, unfortunately for me, like, Underclass Hero, I remember you jamming a lot. Yeah, that's my favorite one. 
and like I just never could get into it. I love that one. Like Underclass Hero just sounds like Blink One Eighty Two to me. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, and that's not a good thing for me. I don't Fair know. enough, I guess. Um, uh, Walking Disaster, I think I I'm okay with. Yeah. Um, Dude, March of the Dogs is so good. See, like that, I don't even know. I don't even know what that one is. Yeah. Uh, with me, I don't listen to With Me. Yeah, that's whatever. <laughs> that's whatever. That's just a ballad on a on a song. I don't, yeah. You know. I mean, so. So if we're gonna talk best of like that era, yeah. right? Like, All Killer No Filler is clearly their best album of that time period, right? Because who knows what maybe of, maybe of all their albums. I mean, it, it and it. How and, much of it is just a nostalgia trip? I would argue, I would argue that either it's it's between this and does this look infected? Yeah, right. Which another one that I I, I just never digested. But you know a whole bunch of the songs. You yeah, know, I mean, still waiting. The hell song. Um, I'm sure that if you played um, "No Brains," you would know that song. Yeah, like "Over My Head," "Better Off Dead." Yeah, like you know that song. Right. Like, does still this look waiting? Like- I I want to point out like now this album. I should love this album, right? Because this one's the one that's like almost thrash metal. <laughs> in, in Thra- Let's call it thrash punk. Thrash punk, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, thrash is right, punk right. metal. Yeah, yeah um, you're right, you're right. But, uh, because, like, Still Waiting is one of their, their hits, mm-hmm. but, like, the riff in that song mm-hmm. is incredibly difficult. Yeah. Not that I play guitar. <laughs> I'm talking from a... And I'll probably get shit for this, but from, like, a Guitar Hero standpoint... Like <laughs> I didn't it, know that song was on there. I don't remember that one. It was, that D- one being it was on. DLC. Like I had uh, later. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but like, it, it, it's almost I, I compare it to like battery. Remember how crazy? Like yeah, it's like that. Okay. Like you don't hear it when you're listening to God, the I actual song. Whiplash. I can still play that without looking. God, at Whiplash it. was so much fun. <laughs> anyway, we digress. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, my. It's unfortunate. They're one of my favorites, but... I mean, all killer, no filler gets all the hype, right? Yeah. Like, that's... Every song on there I'm is I'm part so of the good. problem. <laughs> yeah. Every song on there is so good. Yeah. But, like, Chuck has some really good album... Or good songs, too. Yeah, I let me look at that one. Like... I don't remember. Chuck has, um... We're to blame. Yep, we're all, we're all to blame. Some say, um... Slipping away. Like... Man, and, like, people get you know, emo, whatever. Yeah. But, like, Pieces was a good song. Like, I liked yeah, that I one a lot. It. Yeah, I didn't mind um, it. But, like, not, not you know, Chuck, Chuck was a good album, and they wrote that, uh, a little piece of Sum 41 lore that I remember from the, um, from that era, is that, like, in, like, 2000, when did this come out? Four? 2004? Oh, God. Um. Yeah, 2004. They had just gone across seas to play a band, or play a few shows for the troops after 9-11, mm. and they came back and wrote this album based almost entirely off of that whole experience that they had over there. Yeah. And this is an incredibly anti-war album hmm. during an era where America was united in like fighting the beginnings of what is now Endless War, right? It's, like, It's so funny that this album came out the same year as... It's American Idiot. That's just kind of how my brain... Yeah. 
thought of that. Yeah. So this is um, this is uh, this is the beginning of what came to uh, Green Day's like resurgence in countercultural, like punk rock rooted. Yeah. Um, um, mainstream culture again, right? And, you know, may, we can argue that that hasn't stuck around as much or whatever. I mean, it's present, it's present I would argue, in, like, the like the hardcore music and the post-hardcore stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, this was, um, this was I, w- I would say, a, the beginning of, um, you know, start the start of, like, what are we doing with these wars and anti-war message from a time where, you know, everybody was still kind of hyper-focused on 9-11. Yeah, it says right here, um, Lane from 411mania.com, I'm sure that was a cool site at the time. Yeah, probably. Um, he compared this album to Blink-182's 2003 self-titled album, Green Day's American Idiot, and Good Charlotte's The Chronicles of Life and Death. The lyrics are serious in this album. That's not English, is it? Am I just trumping over it? The lyrics are serious in this album are a far cry from immature lyrics and antics that have become a trademark for some 41. It's it, he worded it very poorly. Okay. <laughs> I think it was a very poorly worded sentence. Sometimes um, I don't know if it's just me. No, nah, no, nah, that's not okay. you. That's that's really It just sounds really Yeah, weird. that's a really poorly written sentence. Okay. Um, but yeah, I agree. Somebody, they are a somebody far might cry. Have copied it wrong. Too. Yeah, that's true. But they are a far cry from from uh, some of the uh, pop punk tropes yeah. that had um, do I want to say plague? Let's say I was I was gonna say plague, but I would say formed mm-hmm. the genre that pop punk was, um, and it, it was a step away. Yeah. Like uh, even even and I'm you know um, I don't have Green Day on my list at all, but like American Idiot is. Um, American Idiot is a far cry from, you know, rock show by Blink-182. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, even a song like, um, even a more serious song from Blink-182's Heyday, like, So Here's Your Holiday, the one that Tom wrote about his parents and fighting on his birthday or something. Oh, um... Stay Together for the Kids. Yeah. Like, even that song is still, in a way, selfish in nature, and really not uh, hyper-exposing the pain, mm-hmm. right? But, like, Chuck, American Idiot, uh, even Blink-182 self-titled, like this guy says, um, those are, like, much more adult themes yeah. um, that aren't focused on adolescence. So, um, you know, Chuck Chuck is a really good album. Um, yeah, I, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I gotta go back and listen, like, through the whole thing, because I... There's a lot of stuff that I just don't remember. I'm sure if I heard them, it might spark a. a yeah, I'm sure you know them. some of these. Um, I'm sure you know some of these just from us trading music back and forth. So I mean, like, and not to be that that sucker on you know all killer no filler, but like I still throw this on, and I I don't I I normally listen to music in like random mode, mm-hmm. just because I I just I like chaos. I don't know. Yeah, but. Like, this album, no. I have to... Start like, to finish. Yeah, I have to turn off yep. uh, sh- uh, Shuffle and just... Oh. Yeah. Like Motivation, when, like, such an aggravation. Like when Rhythms goes into... Or no, which one is it? I, I think it's... 
It's when nothing on my back stops, and then it goes right into Never Wake Up. Or it's like, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. But, but like, the transitions are so nice. If I hear, if I hear whatever the song is I'm thinking of, I can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. You expect the 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 next, like the end of that song to immediately <laughs> yeah. so that, start playing the that next That song, song ends, and then whatever the song is I'm thinking of that starts next, mm-hmm. it's just, it just starts with the drum fill. Um, anyway, yeah, it, it's it's hard to hear this album and not... Um, no, I get that, right? Because like, so to get off the pop punk stuff, there are like, um, on Kanye West's first and, first and second albums, there are like little... Um, spoken mm. uh, word like skits right yeah, like yeah. interlude type deals yeah. and some of them really set up really well the next song that's coming mm. and without that like if I'm just shuffling my, my Kanye playlist and I hear one of those skits I'm like oh the next song's gotta the next song's gotta be this and that <laughs> usually isn't yeah. right because I'm just not paying attention or whatever Ugh. but like and I'll just skip the skit or whatever but um yeah that'd be That'd be terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's what... It, it, yeah. You know, I've said it four times already. It's whatever. <laughs> um, but, like, y- you know, I, I get that. I get that a lot, right? Like, yeah. the, the song... The whole song itself sets up for the next song. And yeah. I agree. I always listen to that album uh, from start to finish. Which is the right way to listen to an album. No, yeah. I. That's something that's totally missing these days. I mean, you know... Rock artists and and people that aren't specifically in the pop realm, yeah, um, they'll still put full albums out. Mm-hmm. But like pop, like do, do do any pop stars actually put out full albums? Like, I mean, I know they do. I but, mean, they do. But does anybody listen to them? But they, right. they're they're all about throwing those singles out, except for um, talented ones. Right? Yeah, like let's you know let's give Adele some credit. Yeah. Right? Like, I could listen to an Adele album from start to finish. Like, yeah. no... Oh, my goodness. So good. I don't know if Miley's new one is out, but, like, I am obsessed with everything that she's doing. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get shit on that one. Um, you are. Yep. I didn't agree to that. <laughs> I'll, if people shit on me for my choice of loving Adele, they're wrong. So... Well... I was thinking more of the Kanye side of things. Ah, boo. Kanye 2020, <laughs> baby. <laughs> He's chosen to lead the free world. <laughs> it's a whole Joe Rogan podcast. It was wild. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. So that was our number four. Yeah, collectively, actually. So yeah. I'm going first, so I, I guess I have to go again, technically. Yeah, um, yeah. So my number three, I mean, you can, there's no way you can't guess these. My number three is Paramore. Oh, I didn't even think about Paramore. Okay. They're not on my list at all. Wow. Yep. I mean, you were never like... I liked um, their... Well, I like a lot of their first album, right? Oh, like, yeah. Riot is so good. That's not their first. That's not their first album. No. All right. Well, Riot's where they got fame. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, I all know, right. I know. Fair enough. I like Riot yeah. a lot. <laughs> That's a really good no, album. Riot's great. Yeah. Um, and then the follow-up to Riot, I think I really enjoyed as well. Oh, dude. Um... Oh god, I can't. That's why I pull stuff up. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, why isn't the, okay? This is the first thing. Um, they have an album before Riot. Mm-hmm. All we know is Falling. Don't know that one. Oh, you know songs on that. Really? Yeah. Pressure, Emergency. I know Emergency. Yeah. 
I don't know if I know pressure. Here we go again is another. I don't know if I know that one. I probably do. Franklin's great. I don't know that one. I probably do know these songs. Yeah. But I don't I don't recall. I mean them. people obviously most people heard Riot and that's where they found They're so good. Yeah. It's such a good album. Um I still watch the live D V D from time to time. Yeah. To go back and listen to this from start to finish. It's like it's perfect. Yeah, it opens with for a pes- pessimist, I'm pretty optimistic. Yep. Um and then just in the freaking misery game. business. Yeah. Like. They don't play that anymore. No? They don't play Misery Business anymore? It, it's because Haley was like, the lyrics are very, you know. Yeah, aggressive. Aggressive. Yep. From a, a teenage female perspective. Yeah. And she said, you know, she's like, I can't connect with this song anymore. Fair enough. And, I'm okay with that. Yeah. They no, play still, did they still play um, for a pessimist? I'm pretty optimistic. I, I haven't seen that in the set list in yeah. a long time. Either way, Fences is really freaking great. Oh, Fences is like, great. Like, I mean, there's a lot of really good stuff on this album. Let the Flames Begin? Yep. Ugh. Crush, Crush, Crush? Yeah, I mean, like, that's... I mean, that that's, gets, that's the that's big what, hit. That's yeah. the mega hit. That, yeah. I mean, that in Misery Business was... was yeah. Bit, well, and that's what you get. There's, like, three yeah. super bangers on But this it. whole, yeah, this whole album was really good. Oh, When It Rains. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I yeah. agree. Fantastic album. Uh, funny story. I hated Paramore. <laughs> Did you really? When they came out. I don't recall that. I, Because we were still, believe it or not, we were still in high school when Riot came out. Yeah. That was yeah. my junior year. Yeah. It, like, that's crazy. That's, I mean, so for me, that was like the peak of my pop punk music yeah. era. So, like, Riot just fit right in there. I don't know why, I don't know why I hated it. I don't know. Like, yeah, I I don't know. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, you hear you heard it here first. Mike hates women. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't I don't know why. Maybe it was just like this. Um, like it was so freaking popular. I think is what it was. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it was just like uh, you were. Uh, a contrarian about it, right? Like, you you just wanted to be the opposite of what everybody else was really enjoying. Yeah, I was being Owen. <laughs> God, when are you going to do a podcast with him on music? I don't know. <laughs> oh, he's, do, he's do we want a hipster. The, do, he's quintessentially a hipster. Yeah, do we do we want that, that battle? <laughs> You're right. I mean, I would talk to him about... Like, I don't even know the, what I'd talk to him about. I'd talk to him about alternative bands. I think we could go there. Yeah. Yeah. I... I yeah, um, so back. <clears throat> so yeah, I think that's why I hated them. Yeah, um, that was like the tail end of, you know, MTV was really just starting to not be music. Yeah, at that time, but but when it was music, it was Paramore. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so I, I guess that's what it was. But anyway, I, I've become much more. Uh, Maybe not obsessed, but I I do love this band. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Brand New Eyes for a second, because like you said, it the follow up to Riot is is I don't that's the follow up. Oh, Riot. okay. I just couldn't remember the name. Yeah. Um, I mean, careful. Yep, careful. Ignorance. Playing God is so good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Brick by Boring Brick. One of the yep. one of the singles, but it it's fantastic. The only exception got a single. Also yeah. very good. Feeling like, sorry, yep, is great. Yep, the whole album's pretty good. One of my favorite Haley Williams tracks 
is uh, all I wanted. Yeah. When when she when she belts out, all I wanted was you. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, she's a really talented singer too. Yeah. Right. Like that's uh, something. I feel like when you talk about Paramore, I think you miss the fact that Haley Williams as a singer herself. Uh, is very talented, mm-hmm. right? Like, she broke off and had some pop hits or whatever and, and did her own thing for a little while. But, like, when when you go back and you watch um, some of the live performances of the stuff that she did by herself, mm-hmm. like, she belt, she can belt out some notes. Oh, yeah. Like, she really can sing. Mm-hmm. But because she's in this, you know, pop-punk band, I feel like some... Some of that stuff gets overlooked occasionally by the broader, and that's um, where the broader musical crowd. That's where the the Paramore turmoil happened. Really, what was during this album cycle? Um, Josh left the band. Yeah, the, the guitar player. Yeah, and his brother's the drummer. Uh, I think his name's Zach. I can't remember, but um, they both left after this album. Yeah. And, like, people, you know, it, it literally divided fans. Like, people were like, oh, I'm done with Paramore. <laughs> Even though, like, the voice is still there. Yeah, but, like... Unfortunately, that's the most important part. Yeah. Well, you look at... you look at. I mean, and bands can replace the singer. Right. There's been great things and all kinds of music of, of replacing singers. But, so, with that being said, I actually... I don't know if you ever... Uh, nope. Yeah, this uh, the the next album after they left was just as good as anything else. Yeah, if not better, much more pop friendly in the hits. Like, ain't mm-hmm. it fun? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I remember the hit or the <clears throat> single. Uh, and still in the you, I think I know that one too. I I I would imagine. Um, but I mean, like, Fast in My Car is <laughs> a great album opener for all you listeners that listened to the last episode um I had a thing about album openers uh, album openers okay every Metallica album opener I'm like this is the best one the the song now that was yeah does Metallica open a does Metallica open a, an album poorly I don't think you get to having like eight number one <laughs> best selling albums <laughs> eight is an exaggeration it's probably like seven <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I remember when it was five. It, it was like I remember it was Jay Z and it was Metallica <clears throat> oh, okay. were tied for the most number one best selling albums, and then both of them just kept making more number one albums. Yeah. So like, who knows who it is now? Now I'm curious. I know Shine Down has the most number ones in rock. Oh, okay. Like ever. Really? They have like nine or something. Hmm. Actually, that might be wrong. It might be more like 12. That's weird. But. Like singles? Rock singles? Or yeah. rock albums? Singles. Singles. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm talking full length albums. No, I know, yeah. Yeah, debuting at number one. Yeah. This is another one, like, it just keeps going, you know. Yeah. Last Hope's great. Part two is actually part two of um, Let the Flames Begin. And it's just like a. It's super jammy. Yeah. Um, I love when bands do. Yeah. That's yeah. really neat. I agree. Um, yeah, so uh, they've done great things. 2017 was a weird one. <laughs> and I'm sure you probably haven't heard 
Probably no, anything. No, probably not. Off of this. Um, you want to talk about going straight pop? This is a pop album. Okay. Um, I, I wouldn't. I would argue that there might not be hardly any distorted guitars. Really? It's it's mostly like clean whatever. Um, but there's there's good songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Hard times. It, it was the the single, um, and the caught in the middle was the second single. They're both great songs. Told you so was actually a, a single as well, and they, they're all three pretty great. So, you ever want some poppy stuff from Paramore? That's where you go. I think we've rambled about Paramore now. <laughs> number three, right? Yeah, that was my number three. Okay, I just had to make sure that yeah. that's where we were. We did talk about Paramore for a while. Yes. Um. Probably so much. for for my number three. Might be another band that Mike has never ever heard of. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, it's a band called Manchester Orchestra. Okay, I think I've heard those words before. Okay. So, um, they are a more recent, uh, quote-unquote, pop-punk band. Because I'm going to say... So, we talked earlier in the show a little bit about bands that um, evolved and found a different song, right? Like, or a different sound. Um, like Sum 41, right? Like, yeah. Like, they... They leaned a little bit more into their um, heavy metal roots. But, um, so, got their start in 2006 with their first album, uh, I'm Like a Virgin Losing a Child. Probably my absolute favorite album Hmm. that they put out. Yeah. Right? Up until 2017. Oh, wow. um, Man, that album, their 2017 album, is... uh, a, a transformation for the band. So, and I'll talk about that a little bit more, uh, more in depth in a couple minutes here. But, um, so these guys have entirely pop punk roots. Um, I would say the, um, first three to four albums are very heavily rooted in that style and that genre. Hmm. I may be leaning into a little bit of alternative influence, yeah. right? You you can definitely feel it, but what is so? I'm not gonna argue, but they, they are considered indie considered rock and alternative. Indie and alternative. I wouldn't call the uh, I, I'm like a virgin losing a child album alternative. Like I consider these guys like a pop punk band I, at least in the beginning. I probably know that song. You probably do. Because Wolves was... at Night is the song he's referencing. Um, to me. Like yes, I guess I guess I'm dancing in that territory. No, I'm not. Bust, I'm not busting your balls or anything. Um, but this this makes uh, my list, and I, I I thought about putting it higher. Um, I thought about I thought about. I mean, they're just two bands that I have <clears throat> on on my list that are you know absolutely genre defining for this. Yeah. So. But these guys, to me, have that sound in the early albums. Like, they put out, I think probably the, the thing that gets them that, like, alternative rock classification is they put out a dual record situation, mm-hmm. uh, much like Good Charlotte, where they did um, The Chronicles of Life and Death. There was a Life album and there was a Death album. Right. And there was crossover between <clears throat> the songs. Um, primarily, most of them were the same. Um, but a couple were different. Um, Manchester Orchestra did the same thing with their with their 2014 Cope album, hmm. where the I believe I, I might mess this up, but Cope is very much like the traditional Manchester Orchestra sound, okay. and and Hope is much more 
acoustic um, singer-songwriter style um, of of the two albums. Yeah. They're the same songs. Okay. But they are in two different... Like, le- a couple lyrics in them are changed, too. But, um... Yeah, it says Hope is an acoustic album. Yeah. So, um... They did that, that, that same thing, but they released them uh, in tandem with one another between, you know, a, a couple months or whatever. Yeah. But um, these those two albums are so good, and they are two different listening experiences entirely. And I would argue that the band has really left the um, punk roots that it has into a more alternative style, especially with their most recent album, uh, A Black Mile to the Surface. That is an alternative album. Mm-hmm. Like, like you referenced Paramore's transition into pop. That yeah. is entirely an alternative album. But, that, and that, that's a that's a, an ongoing thing with these bands. Like, right. A lot of them go into, like, they, they kind of leave that pop punk sound. Mm-hmm. Just because it was, it, it was almost a thing of the time. Right. Uh, for a lack of better term, dude. I'll, guess, I'll after the podcast, I'll play you "Wolves at Night." Yeah, you tell me that, that that's not like at least punk influenced as a song. Yeah, like we're we're gonna agree on that. Granted, it might not fit into the same style of uh, of punk as like you know some of Blink One Eighty Two's "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." Yeah, yeah. Or um, Sub Forty One, All Killer No Filler stuff. But I would argue that it would a thousand percent fit into um, like a green like a Green Day American Idiot melodic style song. Okay. Like, I mean, it's got distorted guitar and stuff like that in it mm-hmm. for for a punk song. But like, I would argue that those are the same genre of music. And maybe I'm wrong. Like, I don't know. Maybe people disagree with me on that one. But I would argue that Manchester Orchestra's first album. Um, could fit into a playlist. I mean, Spotify puts yeah. it in the same playlist as some of my like pop punk playlists. Well, there you go. Like, so I if Spotify can do mm-hmm. it, I'll I'll hands down say that they're a pop punk band. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that's my number. That's my number three. Yeah. Um, I mean this this album cover. I would say is very punk rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean whatever. Yeah. It's a good album. Yeah. It's a good album. I'll have to check that out as well. Yeah. So what's your number two? <laughs> My number two. We, we're going to probably disagree heavily in these next two fields. I don't know. Um, my number two is Fallout Boy. I didn't even... They didn't even make my list. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even make my list. <laughs> well, that's insane. <laughs> no, my... You'll understand. Okay. Um, yeah, so anybody knows me knows that I... I love Fallout Boy. Oh my goodness. We used to joke when we would hang out with Mike that all of his playlists on his iPad or in his iPod would always come back to Fallout Boy. It was like every third song was a Fallout Boy song. Yeah. I don't even know where to start with this one. Um Actually, you know where I start? I started at the same place. I started with Paramore. I hated Sugar Were Gone Down when it came out. Okay. Like absolutely hated. It. I remember remember you playing it. Dude, and our girlfriends at the time loved it. Dude, I'm telling you right now, From Under the Cork Tree is one of their like Yeah, no. It I'm is just... such a good album. 
Like, I love it. It does not have a bad song on it. There's even some of the names are so hilarious and quintessentially punk rock. Super freaking long. Yeah, they're so good. Um, yeah. Our lawyer made us change the name of this song so we wouldn't get sued. (laughs) Like, what? Yeah. That's, like, (laughs) they didn't make my list, but, like, that's a Panic at the Disco type of uh, song name right there. Yeah. Like, (laughs) <laughs> like I've got a I've got a dark alley and a bad idea that says you should shut your mouth. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what is the name of that song? <laughs> uh, of all of all the gin joints in all of the world. Yeah. All the world. Whatever. Um I slept with someone in Fall Out Boy and all I got was this stupid song written. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like these are banger track names. Yeah. Like, they fly under the radar because of Dance Dance, yeah. Sugar We're Going Down, and A Little Less 16 Candles, A Little More Touch Me. Yeah, which right? still is, is... It's still, it's in the same, that is yeah. in the same naming convention, but like, it flies under the radar because of the other hits that they put out. Get busy living or get busy dying. Do your part to save the scene and stop going to shows. <laughs> also good! <laughs> also good! I love it. Yeah. Fall Out Boy's uh, Under the Cork Tree album is so good. Yeah, I don't think they, they stay with that crazy name thing, do they? Um, I think that there are a couple here and there. Like, you, you pulled up Infinity on High. Yeah, this isn't nearly as long. Some no. Of, a couple of them are. Which also, I'm not a huge, I'm not as big of, uh, well, you know, I've never listened to this, this album from start to finish. Really? Yeah. Um, like, I know a couple of songs. This Ain't a Scene, It's an Arms Race, Thanks for the Memories. Um, you know Thriller? Yeah, I've listened to Thriller. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I I love Thriller. I forgot that they did that. Yeah. I forgot that they did that. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, my love on this album, really, like, I love the first five. Yeah. And then, I don't even know what Golden is. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Obviously, Thanks for the Memories. Do you, don't you know who I think I am? But yeah. so here, anyway. here's here's a thing that we can't miss about Fallout Boy, though, right? Is because they've also kind of done that same route, right? As like Paramore and Manchester Orchestra, and you know other bands, yeah. where they've kind of gone their own way and moved a little bit away from their um, from their roots, right? Like I'm thinking, Save Rock and Roll is where I'm really going. Yeah, and I was gonna get there because that's. Um... Fully a do, fully a do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I never even. I don't think I know one song off oh, this yeah, album. Yeah, oh yeah, you do. You really? Do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't care. I don't think I know that one. Oh, dude, that that's a fantastic song. Yeah. Um, America's Sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Was, don't know. It was a movie. Okay. Or, or a video. Okay. Uh, what a catch, Donnie. What don't you, know. Oh my God, you don't know that. I one? don't think I know. That has Brandon Yuri in it. I don't think I know that one. And Travis Scott. I think I really so so the thing that turned me off to Fall Out Boy for such a long time was everyone's like love fascination with Pete Wentz. Oh yeah, like that. I was just like, what? He's by far my least favorite member. He's just a bassist who didn't play. Is he even that? <laughs> yeah, maybe right, <laughs> right. Because like his all of his bass tracks. No offense to him. Yeah, are strictly linked to the lead guitar parts. Yeah. Like, for the most... He's just playing the exception the maybe, Yeah, the exception maybe being Dance Dance, where oh, he yeah. plays lead bass. Yeah. Like, um, 
But, like, I just don't, you know, I, I didn't see it. He was a pretty boy, in my opinion, and that's what everybody yeah. loved about him. Whatever, right? One of but my like, favorite covers is on the Australian Deluxe Edition. Beat it. Oh, yeah, that was okay, too. I, I love right? that. Um, But, like, leaning into Save Rock and Roll, yeah. where, like, the the pretty boy emo era has kind of died at that point. Yeah. That album from start to finish, pure gold. It was so great to have. The uh, exception maybe being the song with Courtney Love on it. Like Right at that tap? Yeah, that being the exception. I like that song. It's whatever. It's there. But honestly, I don't, and and I don't, I don't hate them, but like, I'm not an Elton John fan. Oh, see, that's where I was going the opposite direction. I, I figured right? you were. Yeah. So the the Rat-a-tat-tat song, I overlook simply yeah. because they redeem themselves with the follow-up and album closer of Save Rock and Roll. I mean, that, and it, it might have been just, you know, I, I fell in love with this album um, just because I was like, they're back, finally. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I forget how long it had no, been. No, this album is just quintessentially good. Yeah. Like, I had conversations with people... Alone together. Yeah. I had conversations with people who did not like Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Who really loved this album. Oh, they... I mean, they... I don't know. They, they blew it out of the water with this one. It was so good. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about this. <laughs> like the... Um, it's like this... deluxe edition disc two or whatever. Yeah, I don't know anything about that either. They're really short though. Yeah, all of them are like um, a minute. I bet they're just like EP songs that they had an idea yeah. of and didn't didn't finish. So yeah, Fall Out Boy is. I mean, they're number two for a reason. Um, yeah, for you. And, and the reason you didn't even make my list. I didn't even think about them. And the reason that they're number two for me um, is just because. After that album, I really just I don't like these the neck the, the last two. Yeah. Um, well, this one. All right, I take that back for the the. Which one's Champions on or, or Centuries? I like this centuries. one has uh, Irresistible Centuries. Yeah. Centuries Uma, is Uma good Thurman. to me. Yeah, I love Uma Thurman. Centuries is good to me. I like that one a lot. Immortals. Yeah, that was okay too. Um. But, but like the again, rest... though, I'm leaning into hits on this. Right, right. I haven't listened to this album from yeah. start to finish. That's the thing. I don't know anything other than those the hits. hits. The, right. Those hits. Um, yeah, I like Centuries a lot. I think then... that song's really good. Oh yes, yes. Um, and this, like, I heard the. Uh, I think it was this song from their most recent. Yeah. What's it called? Church. Yeah. I don't know that one. Um, I mean. It doesn't even sound like there's instruments in this album. Really? Like, it's... it's Like an alternative, weird... Yeah. Like, playing around with stuff in Like, it. they... In their videos... But that's Patrick Stump, right? <clears throat> like, that's his... Yeah. Part of his influence... But, is like, this is... He's, he's all about pop. He loves it. His solo stuff was really good. Uh, yes. Um, but there's just something about this. I can't explain it. Um, so I'm not really gonna try. But, like, I just don't like it. Yeah. I... I don't know what to say about it. I I thought there was two more, two that I didn't like, but there's actually only one. So, but with my my dislike for what they have done in the mm-hmm. last couple of years, that's I think why I put them at number two. Okay. So um, I don't know what I I know what one of your bands are, but I don't know what the hell the other one is. <laughs> 
So you're you're going to um, so I'm I'm taking into consideration that uh, the band that I listened that I listed as my number one band I did not listen to a whole lot when we were younger. Okay. So my number two band <laughs> is Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. <laughs> which which is is kind of a shocker to Mike, right? Because like yeah, you know, Blink One Eighty Two is is. I mean, they're they're genre defining for this um, this genre, right? Like that's a stupid way to say that, <laughs> but they are genre defining musicians um, yeah. for what we're talking about, and um, they were arguably the most popular. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some of arguably the best songs, and they have transitioned into. Um, they have transitioned into a modern pop punk band. Yeah, whatever that means. They're they're also like one of the only ones that still like they haven't they haven't strayed away from the punk sound. Right. I would argue they leaned a little bit more into the punk sound than the pop sound. Right. But that's not unfamiliar from them. Or unfamiliar for them because if you look at their early stuff like Shashire Cat and Dude Ranch, yeah. those are heavily punk influenced albums. Yeah. So, um, I mean, there isn't a is there a bad Blink One Eighty Two album? I mean, I mean, I can tell you that like Cheshire's Cheshire, oh, I Cheshire Cat, Cheshire Carousel, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Eminem's is one of my favorite. Oh, Eminem's is so good. Um. Yeah, if you're gonna argue that one's bad, it's but this literally, one. I don't know anything else. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I like. Yeah. I listened to this whole album. Right there isn't. A, there probably isn't until later Blink One Eighty Two, like post Neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, that there isn't a Blink song that I don't know. Yeah. Right. Um. So this album, being their first and being so unskilled and whatever. Um, I would argue is definitely not their best work and is probably their worst. Um, Dude Ranch, though, leaps and bounds better. Yeah, I, I, I which without looking at the track listing, I'd say yes. For the record, um, Travis Barker is not the drummer for those first two albums. No, I, I know that. <laughs> so um, even Damn It, though, when yeah. I think it, there's a music video, he is the drummer for that music. No, video. he's not in the video. No, okay, yeah, okay. Um, but like you know, people know Travis Barker as a Blink One Eighty Two drummer, but like like that that other dude whose name I don't even know. <laughs> um, Scott Scott Rayner. Yeah. Okay. Glad you know that. That's that's right there. Oh, it's a brilliant. <laughs> um, but like you know, all of these songs are really great. But but we got to give it up to Scott because this shit is fast. Yeah. It's oh yeah, it's punk um, rock rooted, man. I think it's Josie. Yep. Um, it's just like, like super fast. Um, unless I'm thinking of Eminem's, I, I don't remember. Either or, like they're still. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But like it, it's so fast on the hi hat. Like that's the shit I can't do. Mm-hmm. Like, so. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Blink One Eighty Two is 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 just so good. Dick lips. <laughs> yep. Dick lips. Um, you know, and we're not even getting into uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, like the Travis Barker stuff yet. 
So I would be state. I would re- be remiss without asking. Yeah. Like this is your number one. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I figured that one without <laughs> saying. It's just you know. Yeah. Let's get it out there so that we can talk about you oh, know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All of these guys. Um. <clears throat> so obviously, like, Enma the state. Like I don't know what what changed. Um, from Dude Ranch. Uh huh. Other than Travis. Yeah, okay, he was on this. Yeah, Travis is on this one. For a second, I thought, like, he didn't play on this, but, like, started touring with him. But uh, I guess not. Um, no, so damn it's when their success really started. Yeah. And Travis, I think, started touring with them during that time period. Okay, so it was, I had him yeah, backwards. Yeah, you, you have him backwards a little okay. bit. Like, Travis gets recognition for damn it, but he he didn't write it. Yeah. Um, Opening with Dumpweed. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh. It's Aliens so Exist is so good. I st- I love that song. Probably Aliens only because so good. I not to get into weird stuff, but like I love Aliens. Yeah, so do I. So do I. <laughs> Tom DeLonge is Tom wild DeLonge conspiracy was theorist. on. Uh, what's that show on history? <laughs> Ancient Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Tom DeLonge was on Ancient Aliens. No way! I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Like he is. He, he legit is works such with the an aliens. Yeah, he is such an aliens like fanatic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like so. It's great. Um, you know, obviously, huge success with with what's my age again with yeah. this album. Um, One of my favorite tracks that don't uh, going away to college. So good. I don't know I why. Agree. I just love, I love that, that one too. Yeah, I love that one too. Um, you know, Adam's song, all the small things. I don't listen to Adam's song. That's. That's one of those ones that's pretty serious. Yeah, it's obviously. a serious song for a punk, yeah, um, pop punk band. I don't listen to it that much. I don't know if it's because of the, the the content or whatever. Right. Um, it's a great song. I'm not trying to say it's not. Um, right. Holy shit, is the party song fast? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might be an in uh, American Pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, huge commercial. They were in America. Vibe. Yes, they were. <laughs> huge commercial success with this album. Yeah, which I arguably is part of. Uh, it, it was, I, I, damn it, was a very successful song. It was, and um, I want to say they followed up with all the small things. I could be wrong, but like, I don't know, like that. Actually, I I, I want to say what's my age again? You is, think is okay. what broke them? Okay. Um, into mainstream, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, it was popular, right? But I would say I agree with what's my age again being like the. <laughs> I'm one. I wonder what the first single was. I don't know. Does it say that here? <laughs> it might release Wikipedia. But um, oh, singles. Here we go. So I bet they're listed in in order of release. That's and what's what my thinking. age is? Yeah. What's my age again? Is first. So um, just in the paragraph format. So I imagine that's probably what did it. You're probably right. I mean, that that's how I remember it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, all the small things. Yeah, you're probably right. And they could have um, been really close. They could have been. A couple months apart or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, what a wild album, right? And then my introduction is Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. I had never heard Blink-182 up until that point. I mean, I owned Pants, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket right. first. Right, right. I mean, I knew I knew those hits off of that album. Yeah, but I, I later went back and learned the rest. Yeah, 
but yeah, this this is where where I, you know we get into it, <laughs> right? Um, Happy holidays, <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> First ever Blink One Eighty Two song I listened to. It's Labor Day, and my grandpa just ate seven fucking hot dogs, and he always shit, shit, shit in his pants. <laughs> He's always fucking shit in his pants. Ah, <laughs> oh. um, I didn't know it was an actual uh, hidden track or whatever. But on Yellow Pants version hidden track, fuck a dog is there. No way. I didn't know that was there either. I didn't know that was there either. I've seen live versions of that. Yeah, there's like a video of him like tongue along playing it yeah. in, in like the studio or something. Yep. On an acoustic guitar. Yep. I didn't know there was like an actual thing of it. I didn't either. Oh, that's Hoppus and along. <laughs> I didn't know that. So uh so yeah, when they write a song and they just whoever writes it sings it I take it maybe yeah because Hoppus sings the rock show yeah where's it say wrote right here oh uh, lead vocal that's lead vocal sorry yeah I don't know I bet they wrote Never a mind. lot of them together but um, it says all tracks are written by all Mark, Tom, and Travis yeah um this out this, this is you know their front to back album yeah I agree I mean there's I not agree. a I mean, I you know, I give it to self-titled too. I think self-titled's yeah, front never, to back. We'll get there, but I I never got It's a follow-up to this. Yeah. I never got as into it. I mean, I like some of the the songs, but Really? See, I would say and maybe this is just my al- alternative roots shining a little bit. Yeah. But like I absolutely adore this album. Yeah. I I know you always did. I like Stockholm Syndrome is so good. Yeah, I I mean I remember liking it. I couldn't tell you how it goes. Okay, fair enough. To be honest, I think the music video for Always is one of the coolest music videos I've ever seen. Still. Where they do they do the split breakup yeah. between all three of the um, Blink members. Yeah. Where like you could see like Mark's head playing drums while Travis is actually doing it. No, that's it's a fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted I wanted to give a shout out. It's in collaboration with the musician Robert Smith. Oh, all of this? Yeah. All of this is a really That's, good song. I clicked on the wrong song. <laughs> oh. I was oh. like, what the hell is it talking about? Oh, okay. I, I wanted to see who, if it said who did the music video. Directed by Joseph Kahn. Okay, well that makes I recognize his face. He had, I doesn't say. Because it's a crazy list. So yeah, I mean that's a lot here. Yeah, he did some Backstreet Boys and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's why I know his name. Like Rob Zombie. Yeah. Wow, this guy's got some serious repertoire. Yeah. Like man, here's Britney Spears. Yeah. Black Eyed Peas. D12. Which song? Purple Purple, Pills. Yeah. Man. Some forty one motivation. Yeah. Right. (laughs) He did a Bon Jovi song. Yeah, every day. I don't know that one. Toxic. Toxic Britney Spears. My favorite Britney Spears song. <laughs> it's a good song. Um, Rob Thomas. Wanted yep. No more. Yep. This guy's worked on everything. Jesus Christ. Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Love, Love Game and this one that nobody listens to. And nothing I can say. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, so this dude's awesome. Um, Joseph Kahn. So, um, we would be remiss without talking about, uh, the, so the, after the self-titled album is the breakup. Right. Um, 
My favorite track I just want to throw out there is Down. Yeah, well, yeah. So Down is a precursor to what would eventually become Angels and Airwaves, right? So is... Um, That's true. So is um, Asthenia. Okay. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. But that is um, <laughs> that is a super precursor to Angels. Like, that could be an Angels and Airwaves song. Yeah, I was thinking of, of Angels and Airwaves, and I didn't really think that they were pop punk. No, I don't classify them that. I, uh... No, I, I would argue they're they're like an alternative band. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... But God, do I love them. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think they have some really, really, really good songs. I, uh... I want them... I want Tom DeLonge to make some more Angels. I'm sure he will. So, um, you know, you've mentioned, uh, um... Plus 44. Yeah. Um... Tom DeLonge had a side project during this time period called uh, Boxcar Racer, which was also very good. To me, there are a few songs on there that are very much Blink-182 songs. Yeah, probably leftover um, Yeah, leftover tracks that they didn't use or something. Um, Him branching off, trying to find his own identity. Yeah. Um, And then... And that had Travis in it, too. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. You are correct on that Travis was kind of the middleman. Yeah, he's been in both. Yeah. Um, he just likes playing the drums. Right. So, um, so then they come back together after the breakup for Neighborhoods, which is, I think, good. I think it's a blend of all all the moving parts, right? I think it's a, a, a great follow-up to the self-titled album. Yeah. I think it is a great follow-up to the Plus 44 album. And I think it is a great follow-up to the Angels and Airwaves albums I, that they all put in. I mean, and there's some that I can't think of right now. I, I know I listened to this whole way through. Yeah. Um... Oh my god, Ghost, Ghost on the Dance Floor. Heart's All Gone's probably my favorite. That's a good one. I really like that one. Kaleidoscope is really good too. See, I, that's one of the ones I was like, I know I've seen that word. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Yeah. Um, After Midnight is also... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really great songs on that album. Yeah. And it all feels like uh, great follow-ups to the work they did when they weren't in Blink. Yeah, um, I would say like... I don't know how to put it with the self-titled. The sound was different. Yep. I, would you call it a little more emo? Cause it wasn't like vocally. I would argue alternative. Eh. I don't know if I'd argue alternative. But like this, I w- I would say this is almost a return to pop punk. Yeah, I I would say that depending on the song, yeah. right? Like "Hearts All Gone" is definitely to me more of a punk song. Okay. Than a pop punk song. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I it, it it's, it's really, a toss up, right? Because there's yeah. there's there's influences coming from every direction of the stuff that they have done. Travis right. has done a huge amount of work in rap. Yeah. Like, I think it was a little bit after this, actually. That's films. He's been in films. That many films. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he he's done a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, which I'll. I, I want to shout out something he's done recently. I guess I'll just stop and do it. Um, he plays drums on Machine Gun Kelly's latest album because it's all it's a pop punk album. Oh really? I didn't know. That. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, another thing I'll have to show you or send you. Yeah. But um, yeah. Back back to Blink One Eight Two. But yeah. So I mean, we were everybody was excited that this was back. They, what they do, like two years, 
I, I think they broke up again in like yeah they were together probably for two years of touring or something and then yeah. they broke up again and so Matt Skiba joined the band and um, full disclosure I haven't listened to either of those albums from from start to finish yeah me neither from start to finish um, there's definitely some good songs holy yeah. shit there's 16 songs yeah um, well there's a couple interludes 16 seconds uh, Bored to Death is great. Yeah, I agree. It's um, I agree. It's a good song. I love the video. It's it's very reminiscent of, you know, I mean, obviously, like I don't know why high school is so prominent in pop punk, but like it's like that's the, the genre, right? But that's part of the genre. Like, yeah, it's one of the tropes. Um, my favorite though, she's out of her mind. I I yeah, listen to that good all the too. time. I've heard that one, but the rest of these, like, I don't know. I've never heard any of these. Yeah. From like seven forward, what the hell did they do with Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll have to listen. Oh, to it's Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, <laughs> and then their most recent one, I, I doubt I know anything off of it. I it just came out last year, and I I didn't even know that. Uh, yeah, see, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any of these. So I mean, whatever, you know. Oh, Dark Side. I heard Dark Side. I don't know that one. It was okay. It was okay. Believe me, my youth. I think I heard that one. Yeah. They weren't bad. Yeah. I just didn't... I don't know. On some emo, emo shit. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, this has Skiba. I didn't know that. Yep. Who the hell's Feldman? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a songwriter. Yeah, no. Look at all these songwriters. So, um... I don't like that. So, um... My number one. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, that isn't... <laughs> yeah, surprise, <laughs> surprise, right? So, um... I don't even... I don't even know. You don't even know. Way to grasp at straws. No. You know, I'm stealing all the thunder. <laughs> stealing all the did thunder. Did I the forget podcast. something? Um, so, I really did like these guys when I was younger. Is it His Day Has Come? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what a shout out to a local band. Oh, that was so good. Um, no, so I really did like these guys when I was younger, right? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, it wasn't until adulthood that I leaned back in. And I was like, man, these guys really were genre-defining, and they changed the whole game. Okay. The Welcome to the Black Parade album... Okay, okay, okay. ...is one of the best albums of that time period, and it's My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Like, MCR... I'm not mad at that at all. No. It's it's not a band that I... uh, Ever got into too much. Right. MCR has so many great hits from that time period, right? They break onto the scene with I'm Not Okay, I Promise. And, like, to me, that just changed everything. Was that the first one? I think that was their first single. Hmm. So they break in with that, and they have some of the best pop-punk They've only had four albums. Yeah, because they broke up after um, after um, Danger, Danger Days. So I thought they came back like they did come back. Yeah, and that's what got me back into them, right? So I went back and re-listened to a lot of um, their older stuff, and I'm like, man, this withstands the test of time, and is actually really good. I don't know anything off the first album. Better than a lot of what um, Blink put out during that time period. I don't think I know much of the first album either. Um, 
maybe Honey This Mirror ain't big enough for the two of us, but yeah. that's on the name's <laughs> only ringing a bell. Um, but I'm gonna say I know pretty much everything off of three sweet three cheers for sweet revenge. Yeah, and I know <clears throat> everything off the Black Parade. Like the Black Parade is from start to finish an incredible album. Hmm. Like hands down. Yeah, from start to finish. Um, I just I just know some hits. That's that's yeah. That's what I'm realizing. Yeah, dude, My Chemical Romance is. Um, I think that I think they're back, right? Like I don't know if they'll ever record another album. Yeah. Um, because Gerard Way, the 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 lead singer, um, he does he does a lot of comic book writing, right? And he wrote um, I don't know if you've watched it, The Umbrella Academy. No, I haven't watched it. He he wrote that. Okay. Um, that was a comic book that he wrote that has been transitioned into the into the Netflix show. Hmm. But um, like you talk about a guy that is 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 talented in every regard. Like truly and honestly, um, and I think I think because of some of the hype of the other bands like Sum Forty One, and uh, because of Blink One Eighty Two, um, they they get overlooked sometimes. But the My Chemical Romance fans are die hard. Oh, I was just gonna, yeah, that's what like, I was gonna their, say. Their their comeback show that they did, I think, in L.A., mm-hmm. sold out in like less than five minutes. Yeah, like no people, yeah, people they, love them. Yeah. And for good reason, because yeah. even even Danger Days, as it leans in a little bit more to poppy side of things, is still a really good album. I I remember when that album came out. It, it leans a little bit more heavily into pop, while still, yeah, na 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 song. Um, but it leans a little bit more heavily into pop, and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, because. They were a pop punk band. They still hold on to the roots of like the distorted guitar and every even throughout that whole album. Hmm. But like, I never never went through. I yeah, it's, it's all I, really good stuff. I remember the it's video. All really good one. stuff. So that's why I chose them as my number one. Yeah, um, it's funny. I I don't know if like I don't know what my problem was. Um, I, I I I'm coming to the realization I hated pop punk when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Other than Blink. Yeah. Because um, I absolutely hated Helena. Yeah. It, like, it, it, its music video leaned into the emo. Because yeah, emo like was maybe, just really starting to become a thing. Maybe I just couldn't get into the imagery. Yeah. Um, but it's like a morbid song. Yeah, no, it is. Um, but, like, when, when that video would come on, I'm like... I hate these guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, I love this band. It's so good. <clears throat> like the I, I come to uh, the um to like them. I, Ghost of You, man. Oh yeah. Ghost of You. Yeah. That music video is so powerful. Even back when I hated them. Yeah. Quotation marks. Um, I remember that video and I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, Props to them for that song. Yeah. Like, man, oh man. But anyway, that's what we got. But the Black Parade, when it came out. Oh, the yeah. The song, the song. Um, so I hate the radio edit. I hate okay. it so much, because they cut out a whole verse. They cut out a whole verse in the radio <clears throat> I edit. hate when they do that. Yeah. Like, it, granted, it's it, the verse is similar. Like, it's it's probably identical, right? Yeah. But it's um that when I was a young boy, okay. my father took me to the city yeah. to see a marching band. 
Um, that Does the whole video version have the verse? I think. Okay. But the radio edit cut out that whole that whole first verse, and part of that is build up. It's it's build up yeah. to the rest of the song, and to me, if you jump right into the second verse of that, yeah, of that line, you're skipping like a like a core element of the song. Granted, I get it why they did it for radio. It's a five minute and eleven minute or a five minute and eleven second song. Yeah, but they. Right? They play Meatloaf songs. Yeah, you're right. He does eight-minute songs. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, dude. Cancer, so good. I don't, so good. I don't know if I know that one. Yeah, but anyway, that's what I got. That's my list. Yeah. Teenagers scare the living shit out of me. Yes! <laughs> yes! Scare me, too. I play that one all the time. <laughs> like, on uh, the drums. I have yeah. A, I have a drumless, um, like, like, versions... Mostly from Guitar Hero, because it's easy mm-hmm. to do. But, like, I have versions of songs where there's no drums, so I play the song. Um, and that's one of them. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's our pop punk list. Yeah, it is. Top five. We're going to flip, like, the whole thing around and talk about stuff that we've been... Holy shit, we went for an hour and a half. I know. Um, that's what I'm saying. So... Let's make the let's make the what are we listening to to yeah pretty quick yeah pretty quick um I just want wanted to be a part of the episode so have you been listening to anything specifically so today um I listened to a band called Right Away Great Captain okay they uh the album that I specifically had on was the Church of the Good Thief um so this band um. Spotify threw it in one of my daily mixes, and uh, the song popped on, and I was like, is that the singer for Manchester Orchestra? And um, I was, you know, I, I texted my brother because he loves them, mm. um, and he's actually the one that got me into them. Okay. But um, I texted him, and I was like, hey, is this the singer for this band? And he's like, yes, it is. Um, and it's definitely more of an alternative style. Like, it's it's a 2012 album. Um, so it's a precursor to their alternative album that they just put out. Mm-hmm. But man, does it feel like the album that they just put out. Okay. So I actually texted a buddy of ours that's heavy into music. Um, and I was like, hey man, gotta listen to this album. Because it's so similar to that Manchester Orchestra album that we both loved. And um, yeah, so that's what I was listening to just today. Yeah. Um, aside from that, I... Um, I checked out, man, I can't remember his name now. Logic. He's oh, a rapper. Okay. Um, I've heard of him. Yep. I, I was checking out some of his stuff recently. <clears throat> uh, really, really kind of dig it. Um, it's cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. But that's what I've been listening to. Um, so the the aforementioned uh, Machine Gun Kelly yep. pop punk album, been jamming that. Specifically, I wanted to talk about, because I've literally been telling everybody about this song. Wolfgang Van Halen, son of, you know, Eddie Van Halen. Yep. Uh, with his father's passing in the last, uh, what was it, about a, a little over a month ago, um, he has taken this time to to finish a track that wasn't originally going to be on his album, but with everything that went on, he's like, I, I'm now going to finish that song, and he has yep. now put it out. Um it's called Distance. Uh, it's under the name Mammoth WVH. Uh, Mammoth being 
uh, an homage to Van Halen because that's what Van Halen was going to be called at one point. Oh, okay. So it it's funny in that that way. Um, uh, the song's just great. Uh, there's not much to say. the The video is straight tearjerker. I just been telling everybody about this because it, it's phenomenal. The rest of the album won't sound like that, but the proceeds for this song, it, whether you buy it or you just want to donate, um, it goes to Eddie Van Halen's favorite um, oh, that's charity. It, uh, I forget the name of the charity. You know, you can look it up just as easy as anybody. And uh, it, it's for for kids to get musical instruments. Um, you know, gets the you know the money goes to buying instruments for children. That's really sweet. Um, which is phenomenal. So that's what I've been listening to, and it's great. So awesome. Yeah. Wow, Geek Tavern in the books, right? Music, yeah. music. What is this? Musicology. <laughs> <laughs> What's the show? What have I been on? This has been musicology. What, what have I been doing for an hour and forty minutes? Yeah, um, yeah. So thank you guys for checking out this second episode, and yeah, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We don't say that very often, so there it is. There it is. <laughs> Adios. Later.